Cool. Um, yesterday, um, we had uh, Steve and Sally speak into the leaders of Infused Church uh, yesterday afternoon. And I said on the way home, Steve, Sally, when you speak, I feel life flow. There's a flow of life. That's absolutely dynamic. And this morning, I would encourage you. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, don't take notes. But you can catch the video on our YouTube channel later. But sit here, leaning in, saying, I want more. I want more. I want to connect with that life, the Spirit of God, as it flows through Steve and Sally this morning. Put aside distractions. Put aside uh, your phone unless Steve or Sally say to get your phone out and to, to do that, you know, be obedient. But you know what? Otherwise, just, just lean in. Be hungry. Be a sponge for what God wants to put into your heart. and Because I guarantee you're going to hear life this morning. How about we stand and let's welcome Steve as he comes this morning. Oh, praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. It is such a joy and a privilege. Can you just to be with you again? Uh, we were having a look at it five years next month. It was five years ago that we were here last in person, which is about five years too long. <clears throat> and they finally led us Victorians back across the border. Praise <laughs> God. You're our first interstate trip like in about 13 months, so it is a joy, a privilege. Sally, stand up and say hello to everyone. <laughs> we, are, we are just, we're just so grateful to God. Anyone grateful to God? Never underestimate the power of gratitude and thankfulness. And it's amazing because God was talking to me constantly through the worship as he does. And I was going to get up and do everything that Pastor Gary just did. That's why I kept on saying there's more. And then what you came out with, and you even went to the Thanksgiving part before you get it. Father had spoken all that to me. I was going to get up and do all of that. And aren't you glad that the same spirit of God that's in Pastor Gary's and me is in you? The same spirit of God that's present in this room is present in your home and in your workplace. There's not different Holy Spirits. There's not lesser Holy Spirits. There's not greater Holy Spirits. There is a Holy Spirit of the living God. And what he really likes, and again, sing, sing, sing before you get it. It's easy to give thanks when you received your miracle. But the faith is not in giving thanks afterwards. That should be just expected whether you are a Christian or not a Christian. But the giving thanks before is an act of faith that pleases God. And in one of the Old Testament prophets, I can't remember exactly which one, Ezekiel, Isaiah, somewhere around there, one of the ones that you probably don't go to a lot, um, says, sing, O barren woman. Not sing, I've received my miracle, now I'm going to sing. No, sing, barren woman. More are the children of the desolate and the barren. But it comes from the singing first, the praising first. And that, 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 that's, that's not, again, kingdom culture is so different to the world's culture, isn't it not? 
that God does things a different way. But I, I want to declare to you loud and clear that God's way works. Man's way doesn't work. The world's way doesn't work. God's way works. And thanksgiving ahead of time works. Even the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Not let the weak say, I'm going to get stronger. Again, we, we say, I can't say that because that's been fake. No, that's been faith. That's been faith. There has been some people that have abused it and taken it to extremes. We've seen the hyper faith things. And what happens is when there is extremes, what we do is we never come back to truth. We go back to a, an opposing error and we throw it all out. God needs the church to reclaim some truths that have been abused, misused, and lost. And one of them is sing, barren woman. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Not I will be. It has not been fake. It has been faith-filled. Remember that when we're speaking in our now, we, we think, I can't speak it because it hasn't happened yet. But we are first and foremost spiritual people, eternal people in a physical body. So when we declare something in the present, that we don't naturally see now, but God has already declared it, then it, it, it already has happened in the spirit realm and we are actually just catching up to what has already happened in God. We are spiritual people. We're not natural people with a bit of God. We're not natural people and a part of another organization or another religion that we add a bit of God to our life. God is our life. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and He lives in us. It's time for the church to arise and actually be the people that God has called us to be. We are not patched up, fixed up, a little bit better versions of our old self. We are new creations in Christ. The old is gone. The new has come. I could almost preach myself happy. And I haven't even said hello. It's time for us to see ourselves as God sees us. It's not arrogant. It's right. So the Bible says, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. But the problem with many in the church is we think of ourselves far less than we should. It's not about us, it's about Christ in us, the hope of glory. But where is He? He's in us. we got to get a fresh revelation of God in us. If we don't believe it, how can the world ever believe it or see it? It's time for us to wake up in the morning, look ourselves in the mirror and talk about the, or declare the truth of who God has called us to be, that we are actually called by God. We are loved by God. We are forgiven by God. We are clean in God. We are righteous in God. This is not just me. This is not just Pastor Gary. This is not Sally Jane. It, it is, this is you. If you are, if you are a born again, if you have said yes to Jesus Christ, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. The same Jesus Christ is the king of your heart as he is the king of my heart. And he doesn't want to just enjoy us singing to Him for an hour or two on a Sunday morning. He wants to walk with us. He wants to shine in us and shine through us 24-7. We just need to raise, raise the whole reality of our spiritual existence in God. I'm gripped by this. We settle for far less than what God has already given. And there's, there's so many dichotomies, if that's the right word, in the, in the Bible. It almost seems to be opposing statements. One of the ones that God's been speaking to me about recent times, who knows, I might get to notes, I might not. Uh, but I'm having fun already. Are you having fun? 
you got to understand, we're, uh, we're nine or ten months where we didn't leave our home. So, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of built up in here that's coming out here. So if you're wanting to go somewhere soon, if you've got to roast in the oven, oh, praise God for burnt offerings. Hallelujah! <laughs> Pastor Jane held up a run sheet in front of me this, today and said, do you want this? I said, nope. At the times, I don't want to see them. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. One of the dichotomies, one of the things that God has leaned me into is that Jesus hung on the cross. And his final statement was, it is finished. And at the moment, many miracles. There's earthquakes, there's bodies coming out of grace. Can you imagine what was happening around the time when all these things were going on? But the very first thing, what was it? The curtain, the temple veil, the curtain was torn from the top all the way down to the bottom. What was that? Symbolic of it. And it was there to keep the people of God from being consumed by the glory of God because we're imperfect. We could not go into the Holy of Holies. Only the priests once a year come on. And they could only go in. But Jesus, when he said, it is finished, he says, we have what I have just done in the spirit realm has rendered this, this veil that has kept you from entering into the presence of God. And it has been torn once and for all. And that's why the Bible says in Hebrews 4, 16, you can come boldly before his throne of grace come on and there's a dichotomy between the fact that the veil is torn but we need to step beyond the veil it says you come boldly hang on I thought it's torn it's always there and sometimes we're waiting for God to do what God is waiting for us to do and sometimes we're taking responsibility on ourselves for what God has already done we got to get it right he has done it but we've got to embrace it he has torn the veil, but we've got to draw near to God. And he says, I will draw near to you. And sometimes I, I feel God would say, what do you want me to do for you? Well, God knows. Yeah, he goes to the blind man. This is one of the, come on, think about it. Put yourself in the stories. There's a blind man, Jesus. And Jesus goes, what do you want me to do for you? He wants something to come out of our mouth that comes from our heart, as we heard. As I said, it's not, I want your money, I want your heart. And, and, and he, he, wanted to, he wanted him to speak, I want to receive my sight. And it's at that moment that Jesus responded. Remember that there's power in words, amen? Life and death is in the power of your thoughts. Life and death is in the power of your up and down emotions. What the power is in the tongue. We go, uh, but I don't believe in that stuff. I don't care if you don't believe in it. It's the truth. The fact that you don't believe something doesn't change the fact that it's the truth. We've got to stop saying truth is not truth because I don't believe in it. You're not God. I'm not God. We've got to start to come and know the truth not your version of the truth. Know the truth, not your opinion. Know the truth, not what the media and the news tell us. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. We got to know the truth and the truth will set us free. And what God, God has done it, but He says you need to receive it. I need to step in and receive it. I need to declare. I need to, I need to have a fresh revelation that there is life and there is death in my tongue. And sometimes we're speaking about the problems more than we're speaking about the capital A answer to the problems. Sometimes we're talking more about our feelings rather than being in the Word of God and declaring the Word of God that He says, you can come before me, you can present your request to me with thanksgiving. There you go again, with thanksgiving before you get the answer. God is speaking, this, 
None of this was coming out of me before I got up here today. We need to understand you present your request with thanksgiving and the peace of God will guard your heart and mind. We say, when I get the peace of God, I'll give thanks. And God goes, no, give thanks first. Some of us are sitting there saying, God, if you want to bless me, you can bless me. He goes, I want to bless you, but I want you to want to be blessed. Open your mouths. Let it come out. What do you want me to do for you? I feel the Lord say, what do you want me to do for you? Tell him and then thank him. Let, 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 hmm. well, okay. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I'll build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Amen. 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 We live in a time we need a fresh revelation of that. We need to get that and anchor in our soul in this time of uncertainty. In the time where things are happening in the world. In this time when we're hearing different things, there's different laws being passed, there's different things happening around the world. There is so much that is in the negative and it is accelerating. Persecution is coming, church. Hallelujah. Thank you for that encouraging word, Steve. That blesses my heart. It is coming. It's not just in the third world countries. It is coming. Don't fear it. Walk with the Lord. Walk with the Lord. Make a choice in advance. I'm going to honor the Lord my God. But Jesus himself said, I'm building my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The gates of hell in 2021 will not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. But it's not any church. It's a church that has a revelation of who God is, how big God is, how great God is, how powerful God is. That's the context of it in Matthew 16. Who do you say that I am? You are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. Oh, Simon, you are blessed. You are blessed. Not because you did something great, but you've had a revelation from my Father in heaven at who he is. And then he says, you are Peter. And on this rock of revelation of who I am, when your primary focus is on who God is, not on yourself, not on what's happening in the world, but on the greatness of God. Come on. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Make Him larger. Magnify. Make Him larger. Don't make your problems larger. Don't make what's happening in the world larger. Lift Him up. Magnify Him with me. Let us exalt His name together. He says, I will build my church. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church that is bathed in the revelation of who God is and the ones who speak. And He says, and then I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Keys unlock things. In our lives, we need some things unlocked. Unlocked. And one of the keys is thanking God by faith before we get the answer. Woo! Anyone else just warming up here? Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> woo! <laughs> what time on Friday is my flight? <laughs> Praise God! <laughs> I'm just going to catch my breath. Hang on. Aren't you glad that he is spirit, he is truth? He's not some boring sermon, some dead meeting. He's spirit, he is life. With the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom, there's liberty, there's power. Amen, Luke. Praise the name of Jesus. 
praise and Lily and Haley right now in the name of Jesus. Stand up quick, quick, quick. Lira's coming right now. Sally, come. There's coming a new level, a new mantle, a new grace, a new anointing. Holy Spirit just dropped into my heart. So right now what I'm going to do is simply impart. Such as I have, I give unto you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, let the power of God, the fire of God come upon this couple, brand them, set them apart for eternal, noble purposes in Jesus' name. I release upon you a greater boldness in the Spirit, the ability to see and hear in the Spirit. God says, I want you to take risks, man and woman of God. I don't want you to play it safe. I want you to take risks, but the risks are not natural risks. Uh, risks in the natural are not a good thing, but with God, they're not risks. They're opportunities. They they are there. They they are <laughs> they are presents and packages that are delightful. That God wants people to unpack. That people are not willing to unpack. And God says, unpack the things that I am placing before you. Be willing to take risks and step out of the boat and watch what I will do. There's some things that are being stored up in your heart. You're saying, God, one day, one day, one day, God says, pursue it now, pursue it now, pursue it now. Don't wait for it to be handed to you. Pursue it now. I see you actually getting a bit more uh, almost fight and fire where you chase after the things of God, chase after the things of God and start to enter into them now in Jesus' name. Praise God. Bless you guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Gary, Pastor Jane, I saw a picture of you back in Melbourne. Um, you went in Melbourne. I was in Melbourne. I had I had the picture. <laughs> hear, hear, hear what I mean, not what I say. <laughs> when I was in Melbourne, <laughs> praying and enjoying God, God gave me a picture so clearly. And I want to I want to give you the visually. I want to impart it. Can I just say before I say this over these guys? Uh, I. I love what Pastor Gary said, and no one's – probably happened once or twice, but hardly anyone's ever said it. Don't take notes. Receive something into your spirit. One of the things that – pillars of my life that God's given me for this year is impartation, which is placing in people. There's something about something being placed in. So I'm not preaching to you today. I'm, I'm, I'm placing something from the Spirit of God into you. I've got to pray for you guys in a second. I don't know what, but I have to. Um, I'm just following the Holy Spirit. Is this cool? We don't like just nice. We're just the Spirit. Spirit loves people. Pastor Gary, Pastor Jane, I'm just going to read it and release it over you. I saw you, a very clear picture, I saw you placing crowns on people's heads and scepters in people's hands in what looked like a graduation ceremony. And the Lord said to me very, very clearly that you are both called to impart to people their sense of spiritual royalty, the crown, and spiritual authority, the scepter. And what does graduation speak of? It speaks of, man, we're, we're going from this level to this level. We've done some study and now we're going into, we're going into actually working and we're actually going to be part of that which we've done here is now going to bring fruit. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Come on, Sally. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, right now we impart. Come on, church, pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. Again, in the name of Jesus, I just feel to place a fresher mantle on those two things that you're called to impart to others. I pray 
I pray for a shift in the spirit realm in your own lives, even right now, of an understanding right now from myself to you, from Sally to you. I impart to you what you're going to impart to others. And this is spiritual here. This is biblical. I impart to you right now an awareness by way of revelation, not knowledge, by revelation right now, an awareness of your spiritual royalty, of your spiritual royalty. Kings and priests, the Bible says that we are called kings of priests. Think about it. He is the king, capital K, of kings. Who are those kings? We are those kings. We are those kings. We are those kings. Oh, we are called all authority on heaven and earth has been given to God and he's given it to us. And right now I release an impartation of a greater awareness of your spiritual royalty and your spiritual authority. Now pass it on, says the Lord. Not when you feel it, pass it on. Place some people, call them out as who they are in Jesus Christ. Again, uh, I'm saying it because God's saying it to me. I see some things stored up in your heart for a while, and God says, it's now the time. Take a step of faith to get out there and do it. Uh, I said over Luke and Hattie, but I'm feeling it for you guys. Maybe it's for you guys as a church. It's almost like some things that have been said, things that you know God has spoken, and there's been circumstances and logic and good common sense that has said no not yet no not yet and God says I'm coming is coming now a day where I'm saying I want you to step out and see what God will do because then God alone will get the glory come on God alone will get the glory in Jesus name praise God amen bless you guys hang on just while Steve was praying I had a picture um, and I saw a lake and the lake was very very still and I felt that there's been things that have been on your heart to do and it's kind of like you've said, but it's not ready. The soil's not ready. And then I saw you drop a stone into the lake. But because it was so still, it created these ripples that just keep going out and out and out and out. And just in alignment with what Steve said, I felt to say now is the time to drop it. It might not look like the soil is ready, but it's actually going to be more effective than if that water was choppy and churning and stirring. Amen. Praise God. Holy Spirit's talking to me more. I don't know if I'm going to get to anything in there, but it doesn't matter. That might surprise you, but I was having a conversation with someone recently. I used to think, man, I need to honor God by whatever he downloads to me because I don't pick sermons and say, that's a good one. I just walk with God. I'm in the Word pretty much all day, every day. That's what I do. Um, And I take seriously my call to be a prophet. And it's not to, what's the best sermon that's been working? I'll bring that here. God, what do you want to say? What do you want to do? And when God speaks, I just type it down. But then, as you can see, even from this morning, it's like, hang on. I used to think, God, if you spoke that, I need to almost like, okay, take, I need to honor the integrity of that and make sure I bring that and, and dish it up to you exactly how God does. But then the Spirit of God's upon me and I'm start to flow as I am now in the Spirit. And I used to go, God, I don't understand. I want to honor you. He says, you've confused it. You thought it was a one-stage step where you received it from me in the weeks leading up to it. And now I, I'm going to take that. But he said, I see it as a two-stage process. This was me and you having time together and I'm downloading into you and you are enjoying me and I am enjoying you and I am filling you and it is never wasted. If none of it sees the light of day, you and I have enjoyed 
time together. And then when you come there, you're not reliant upon what I said there in the past. You're staying reliant upon my spirit in the present. And I will draw out what I want in the moment. And we are becoming too reliant upon what God has said and what we are prepared. And God says, since you live by the spirit, let's keep in step with the Holy Spirit. There's a word for someone here today. Don't rely upon what God has said. Don't go, oh, God says, I, I, I. no, just keep on listening, keep on listening, keep on listening. And if God is downloading something into your spirit, man, just let you, well, God spoke to me recently, well, recently as in the last couple of years, it's like, he goes, I want you to live with a full well more than I want you to prepare. Sometimes, uh, again, it's just, it's not just prepare, 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 rely upon. No, keep in step, keep your well filled. Just some people are saying, I want to hear from God, and they never go near the Bible. And I say, if you want to hear from God, saturate yourself in God's word because God's word speaks. So that's what God does. The word speaks. He says, The word became flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Jesus is the word. What does a word do? A word speaks. And so sometimes you go, I'm not sure if God wants to speak to us. That's like same to a fish. I'm not sure that you uh, are created to swim in water. Words speak. That's what words do. Are you with me? So you got to have a belief. God wants to speak to me. And he said to me a little while ago, give me some word to work with. Oh, so many Christians are saying, I want God. I want to know what God says on this or that. Again, we're hardly ever in the word. And God says, well, give me some word to work with. Give me, saturate yourself in the word. You approach the word. I'm going to encounter you, God. Not I just want a word for me. No, I want to encounter you, God. I want to see you, God. The, the word is a love letter from God is an invitation into all oh, this intimacy with Him where I commune with Him, He communes with me. I speak to Him, He speaks to me. It's not a program or a plan to get through and mark, oh, I've done my plan, but nothing happened to me because I did my duty. It's, be, it's no different to the task that I do during the day. I want to make sure I do it. In fact, I just got to make sure I catch up. Oh, sometimes I say, blow that out of the water and say, God, I'm going to sit until you speak. I'm not moving until you speak. And it's not what I want to hear, whatever you want to say. And then as you're reading slowly, not rushing through to get it done, but you're meditating and reading slowly and say, God, speak to me. What's on your heart? Show me what you're like. And the moment you feel anything drawn, stop, lean in, saturate, just Okay, God, what are you saying to me? And listen, oh, God wants to speak to us more than we want to hear from him. Did you hear me? God wants to speak to us more than I want to hear from Him. He goes, give me some word to work with. Give me some space. Give me some time. Give me some time. That's what he's going to prophesy over you, didn't I? So I better do it. What's your names? Paul and Candy. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus. Come out here, come out here. Anything could happen in church today, couldn't it? Okay, Sally. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Paul and Candy. Oh, man. I see a weightiness of the Spirit upon you. I see a heritage. I, 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 oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. There has been so many things 
placed in your well. There has been so many things. In fact, to the point that at times it feels like it's been stopped up. There's been more placed in you than has come out. And at times there's been a frustration. But I want to come and just speak a word of release that that which is in you, it starts to flow now. But God says it's going to look differently than you thought. God says it's going to be look differently than you planned or even prescribed because at times you've even mapped out your steps and they haven't happened as you thought. And God says you and off track, but I'm just letting you know that I'm the one ordering your steps because when it happens, God is going to do far more with his new plan, his new steps that he is about to unlock and release in your life than if you had gone down the path and the track. As well-intentioned, as good-hearted as that is, God is about to blow your mind. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak a word of blessing and release and faith over this couple in Jesus' name. I see a power and an authority of you. I see the word. I see the spirit. I say, rise up, man of God. Rise up, man of God. Rise up, man of God. Shut the door on some things from the past and open the door to the new things. Oh, you are a powerhouse, woman of God, a powerhouse. I'm glad you're on the kingdom of light side because I'd hate to be against you in the spirit realm. But God says, use that for God's glory. Pick up those things that you have placed down. Take out the sword that you have placed back in its sheath. Start to stir yourself up in the Holy Ghost again. This is a day, this is a day that is going to be marked on your calendar. Something shifted again in the spirit but God's not going to take it and force it he says that the door is wide open in fact I just see in the spirit it's not a single door it's a double door it's big barn doors it's like you can drive a truck through that thing but God says you got to walk through it you got to run through it in fact man just get on it get on it get on it in Jesus name I just want to oh slap something into you in the spirit in Jesus name I see you've been stirring up the gifts, but God says you're going to not just stir them up, you're going to dispense them. I actually saw you dispensing them. It was like, um, it's almost, I'm seeing this picture and it's uh, it's hard to describe, but it's it's like this tube and there's gifts coming out of all different directions. And so I see a multitude of gifts over both of you and those gifts are going to work in unison. As you're ministering together, they're going to work in unison and you're not just going to operate in the gifts, you're going to dispense and impart to people. As you lay hands on them, there's going to be an impartation of the gifts like never before. You're going to flow in the gifts like never before. I'm seeing discernment over you, sister. I'm seeing a spirit of discernment. Your eyes are going to see like never before. You're going to see things in the spirit. You're going to see angelic visions. You're going to see things. You're also going to see things and discern where things are not in alignment with the Word of God. And you're going to rebuke them and they are going to flee in Jesus' name. You're going to have that spirit of wisdom and discernment to see and to declare, see and declare in Jesus' name. And your gifts are going to work more than ever in unity, in unity, together, together, together. God has put you together. It's not just a marriage thing. He has put you together spiritually. There is a new unity and unison that needs to happen within your marriage, but it's a spiritual thing. It's not just a natural thing. It's a spiritual thing. Pray together more. There is something you're going to see shift and break as you come together more. In unity, in Jesus' name. And we break off disappointment right now. Disappointment, disappointment, disappointment hasn't just been a feeling or a deep thing. It has actually removed you from your sense of appointment. It's removed your sense, and I am appointing you again today in Jesus' name.
Keep on drinking deeply, you guys. This is what God is saying to me right now. Everyone stand to your feet. This is not a time for you to spectate right now. This is a time for us to do something in the spirit realm. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Okay, three or four of us. You're going to have to do better than that. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen. This is the, the power of agreement is a very biblical thing. The, for the promises of God are yes in Christ and the amen is spoken by us. They're coming into agreement. So this is what this time is because this is what the Spirit of the Lord has just started to speak to me about. And again, this is just, we're just having the download right now is this, that um, we, I, I feel like I, this is, this is a line in the sand day for Infused Church, okay? Something's going to shift after today. But I want us together, I'm going to lead it, but I want you to stir your faith up. If this is your home church, and even if it is not, and you're feeling like you know that God has declared so many things, and we've seen bits of it, but we haven't seen what God has said. I, as a prophet, want to close the door on the last chapter, and I want to open the door in the spirit realm to the next chapter. Is there any men and women of faith in this place? Is there any men and women of faith in this place? Start to pray in the spirit. Start to stir yourself up now. And as I pray, as I pray, I want you to, I want you to um, just step in with me. Sally's going to jump on the keys, so make sure you give her some volume there. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, come on, come on. We're going to pray in the Spirit. This is not a natural thing we're doing. This is a spiritual thing we are doing. And Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank You that the church is Your idea, but it is not just a good idea. It is Your plan. It is Your purpose, but it is Your bride that You're coming back for without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, holy and blameless and righteous. Lord God, the church is the vehicle through which You move and we will see tens of thousands Lord, Lord, we will see millions and tens of millions globally that will come into a place of salvation and transformation. As the dark gets darker, the light gets brighter. And I declare and pray right now, Lord, Lord, I turn my back, Lord, right now to the past of Infused Church. And I say thank You, Holy Spirit, for what You have done. Thank You for the life that has been released. Thank You for the people's lives that have been changed. Thank you for the community that has been impacted. Thank you for souls and salvation and transformation, for discipleship, for healing, for the power of the Holy Ghost. But God, there has also been some disappointments. There's been some disruptions. There's been some things naturally that have taken place and there's been some things spiritually taking place. And right now in the spirit realm, I declare, as Jeremiah said, and as Paul said, this one thing I do, I forget what is behind. I close the door. I forget the former things because the Lord says, see, today I am doing a new thing. Today I am doing a new thing. And I want to rebrand you. I want to rename you. I want to refire you in church. And right now as your hands are lifted to heaven, I pray right now for 
for a fresh filling of the Holy Ghost, a fresh fire of the Holy Spirit to sweep across this place in the name of Jesus. We are not content, oh God, to have nice meetings. We are not content, Lord, to approach church from a natural perspective. Let your glory come. Let your glory come. Let your glory come and fill this place. Give us a fresh expectation of the moving of the Holy Spirit. Lord, the many souls that are going to step from darkness into light through the people at Infused Church. Lord, I add my amen and say, Lord, let us start this week in Jesus' name. I commission you, I empower you, every man and woman, every child in this place right now, that you are an ambassador. You are a minister of reconciliation. You carry the power of the Holy Spirit in you. And as you go, people's lives are going to be changed and empowered and set free. Believe it, says the Lord. Stop doubting it. Stop arguing against it. Believe that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is in you and fills you. It's not your words, it's the Word of God. It's not your might, it's the Spirit of the living God. But again, we need to step out before we see. So Holy Spirit, we'd even say as Isaiah, in Isaiah 6, when he's still the Lord high and lifted up, Lord, again, this revelation of seeing God as He is, and I pray right now in this room, Holy Ghost, I pray for a revelation of the glory of God. Come on, close your eyes in the natural, open your eyes in the spiritual. Show us your glory. Show us your majesty. Show us your awesome power, oh God. We're not content with niceness. We want the glory of the Lord. The manifold, the manifest presence of God. When Isaiah saw the Lord, he fell at his, down on his face. He said, woe to me, I'm a man of unclean lips. I dwell among a people of unclean lips. And when he cried out, when he had a revelation of the, the, the hardness of his heart, it's such a beautiful thing that the seraphim reached down with the, the, the tongs and took the coals from the altar and touched his tongue and forgave him. And right there in that moment, he was innocent. And I want to declare over you by the Spirit of the living God, what God has forgiven has been forgotten. You are not only forgiven, but you are innocent, which means in the sight of God, you never did what you are holding and carrying. And the Lord says to you today, drop the burden, drop the load, drop the weight and receive my grace, my mercy. Isaiah's tongue was touched. That's what he said was polluted, defiled, infamous, which it means in the Hebrew of his tongue. His tongue was touched by heaven. And then in the next breath, the Lord says, who will go for us? Who will actually speak and carry our message? And this man who had just said, my tongue is defiled, but had a touch from heaven. 
He received the forgiveness and the grace in the moment and closed the door on that which was evident even to a minute ago. He knew by revelation, behold, He makes all things new. And He says, here am I, send me. And in that moment, the one who was a moment before in repentance for His mouth, the Lord said, go and speak for us. Some of us have brought into the lie that you have to do time for what you did wrong. But the Lord says, if I've set you free, you are free indeed. I need some people to go for me, to shine for me, to speak for me, to live for me. The Word of the Lord is I'm calling you. I'm calling you. Will you accept my invitation, my divine selection, my appointment to be what the world needs? The Lord says to you right now, stop making excuses. Start making arrangements. (laughs) Stop making excuses. Start making arrangements. Start... Stop talking yourself out of what God is placing upon you in the spirit realm. Oh God, if anything's stirring in you from what I'm speaking, I want you to lift your hands high to heaven. I can't do your receiving for you. But I can impart by the Spirit of the living God. Come on, I just feel like the Lord says right now in this place, this is a holy moment. This is a holy moment. Come on, you reach out. Come on, you receive. You, you right now take from God. Lift up your voices. Start to say, God, I want to be used by you. God, I receive your cleansing. Forgive me whatever it is that you need. You step in now. You enter in now. Father, in the name of Jesus, come upon your people, Lord. Come upon your people, Lord. Let there be a sense of commission, a sense of command, Lord God, a sense of calling in the name of Jesus Christ, called by the name of Jesus Christ, carrying the DNA of Jesus Christ, the God Almighty, called according to your purpose to seek and to save the lost, to seek and to save the lost. It's your will that none should perish. So we say, here am I, send me, Lord, send me, Lord, send me, Lord. We're called for your pleasure. Called for your pleasure. God, we want our lives to bring you pleasure. Anyone believe that? Anyone want to say amen to that? God, let my life bring you pleasure. The Bible says in Revelation 4.11 that He created all things and it's for His pleasure, His desire, His delight that He brought them into existence. God created mankind and He placed them first in Eden. That's where He placed man and Eden means pleasure. God placed mankind into His created pleasure. We are called by His name. We carry His name. We honour His reputation. The Bible says in Exodus 20, do not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. It's not about, not just saying, swear is it about. Don't don't say we we belong to God and then live a life that actually does not reflect Him. 
I want to live a life that when people look at me, they are drawn closer to God. Anyone here in this room? Come on again, just reach out. Lord, help us to live lives that are worthy of following so that when people follow us, they end up closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, that's what we want. This is what being called by His name means, that we carry His name. That's our identity. Come on, Christians, we've got His name, Christ. We've got it even in our name and our DNA. He is born again of incorruptible seed. He was the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. We are called by His name and we are called to His purpose. Oh, to seek and save that which is lost. No longer will we sit on the sidelines. And no longer will we throw stones at those that are playing the game even when they sometimes get it wrong. That is a word for someone in this room right now. Stop throwing stones at the ones that are on the field when they make a mistake if you're sitting in the stands. Hmm. I can tell you right now, the 11 disciples in the boat had no right to throw stones at Peter when he started to sink because he was the only one that walked on water. God is looking for some people to walk on water to get out of the boat. What happens if it doesn't work out? Then, hey, you didn't go to the cross and die. We got off lightly. Stop measuring the cost and start thinking about the potential fruit. Did you hear me? I've stepped out of the boat and I've got it wrong. I told people in the pre-prayer this morning, it happened yesterday on the plane coming over and it was a test for me. Do I just preach this or do I believe this? Am I going to shrink back when I make a mistake, when I don't hear from God clearly, when it doesn't work out or am I going to dust that off and I'm going to go again? I'm not going to make a theology of what didn't work. I'm going to make a theology of what does work and I'll tell you what works. Jesus Christ and Him crucified and Him glorified. Father God, we worship You, we honour You. Just stand with your eyes closed in the natural, look to heaven. Crank the keyboard right up, let Sally play over you and prophesy over you. Let the Holy Spirit right now just... It's going to take a few minutes. Don't rush on. There's something happening in the spirit realm right now deep in your heart.
worthy of it all greatest gifts is the baptism of the Holy Spirit evidenced by speaking in tongues. I want to declare it's still for today and it still does you good. It is a divine heavenly language that connects you directly to the very throne room of God. I'm not ashamed. Oh, Paul said I speak in tongues more than you all. There's something that happens and I just want to release even over this place. Come on, if you are filled with the Spirit to start to see out. If you aren't and you want God to touch you and you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then right now you can either just ask God for it in your seat or you slip out of your seat, come down here, I'll lay my hands upon you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. By the Spirit, says the Lord. By the Spirit, says the Lord. I speak to every infirmity, every sickness. I rebuke you. I break your power. Those long-standing, someone here, 30 years, 30 years, 30 years, the same affliction. If that's you, lift your hands to heaven. And right now, I take authority over in the name of Jesus Christ. I break its power and I declare a new day. It is never too late, ask Lazarus. It is never too late, ask Jesus. It's never too late, says the Lord. As the song says in the moment, if I'm not dead, then he's not done. Come on. Greater things are yet to come. I believe, I believe, I believe, says the Lord. Our confidence is not in ourselves and our ability, but in you, God. Our confidence is in your ability. But Lord, the eyes of the Lord are roaming to and fro throughout the earth, looking for people through whom He can show Himself strong. It's not about us, it's about the glory of God. You might say, this is not my thing, it's God's thing and it needs to be our thing. It's time for the church to shine and to live called according to His purposes. New day and views, new day. I'm not preaching a message. I'm just shifting something in the spirit realm. Are you feeling it, Pastor Gary? We're shifting something in the spirit realm. Oh, sometimes we got to get beyond comfort, get beyond decent. It's got to be done decently in order, but there's hunger. 
Hunger sometimes insults the senses. But sometimes we need to, we just need to go there. Stir yourself up in your most holy faith. Speak to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Meditate on the Lord day and night. Meditate on His Word. Lift Him up. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and in His grace. Get up in the morning. Say good morning to the Lord. Say good morning, Holy Spirit, you live in me. Let's do this day for the glory of the Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we're going to be soaked. We're going to be lights. We're going to be carriers of the presence and the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Father, you've spoken many things by your Spirit. It's not just one thing we can put our hook on, remember it as a message, but Lord, you spoke many things, and to every person you spoke. So now I want to seal it. And I know I've asked this of you a few times, but again, it's just, I'm being obedient. If you want it sealed in the Spirit, so that, because even the parable of the sow and the seed, some of them received it with gladness and joy, but then the cares of life and the worries and those things just stole it. If you don't want what God's done in the Spirit to be robbed from you, I want you to lift your hands to heaven, and I want to seal it. I'm talking about sealing it. And I even get a picture when I say that, sealing it. You know, when you, you get a deck or something like that, and you, and you get a new deck on your, you, you seal it. Why? So that it lasts a long time, so that the, 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 just the elements don't come and just rot it and destroy it. We need a fresh, a fresh, a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. And so again, just reach out, reach out, reach out in the Spirit. Lord, what you've done in the Spirit. And for many of us, we can't even articulate what you've done in the Spirit. We can't quantify it in this moment. And God says that's okay because it's Spirit to Spirit. It's not mouth to ears. It's not mouth to head. It is Spirit to Spirit, says the Lord. And when I do something in the eternal realm in your spirit. You might not see anything for weeks, days, months or years, but know that something happened today and I seal it in the name of Jesus Christ over your life, over this church, over your families, over your friends in the name of Jesus Christ and everyone shouted Amen, Amen, Amen to God be the glory. The Lord says, I've given it to you, now run. I've given it to you, now run. And when it looks the same, don't live by what it looks like, but by what God has done by His Spirit. God bless you guys. Amen. I... As Steve was, was talking then, just one word kept coming to my mind. It's the word unleashed. Unleashed. We've been unleashed by the Spirit of God this morning. Unleashed. Unleashed. Unleashed by the Spirit of God this morning. We've been unleashed. 
Father, I thank you for what you've done in us. Can we give God some real praise this morning? Can we give God some real praise this morning? God, some real praise this morning. God, some real praise. Let's give Steve and Sally some encouragement as well for the vessels that they are, vessels of honour. We thank you so much for speaking into our life. And uh, I'm going to get Steve back up because uh, we're going to have a, a short interlude. Hey, praise God. Um, I love the Spirit of God. Anyone else, you grab a seat for a second. If you've got that slide there of the resource or whatever, if you can work that up, that would be, there you go. You guys are awesome. Um, for us, we're called to be a prophetic ministry that empowers the church. And so many times we feast on many things that don't do us good. I want to encourage you to feast on things that do you good. Amen. Anyone? And so I encourage you, feel free to grab out your phones. This is the time. Pastor. <laughs> Take a photo of that. And you've got lots of things on there. My daily devotion is there, the, the believing in you. There's other things. We've actually now got um, on you version. If you do you version devotion, Sally's the nature of the prophetic. There's actually a 10 day you version devotional. You can get that. And it's not up there, but I've actually just released one. We haven't even publicized it called Indescribable. Uh, no, what's it called? Yeah, it is. Indescri- <laughs> Indescribable Love. We're talking about love before. Indescribable love. There's a seven-day you version devotion up there. So grab that. Um, believe in you. You guys have still got some of these here. One year, 365 devotional by yours truly. Don't be fooled by the picture on the back. Um, it, it is still me. So grab that. That's out there. That will do you good. I really, 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 really want to commend. During lockdown, the enemy uh, uh, virus People were locked down last year, but praise God, the Spirit of God is never locked down. And there was a time just for Sally and myself and Dad and, and those in the ministry team to lean in deeply. And God gave Sally a very clear word to write a book called The Nature of the Prophetic. And it is sensational. It is so easy to read. It is so insightful. Sometimes we focus so much on the gifts of God that we don't actually focus on the nature of God that's actually meant to be evident when the gifts are expressed. Did you hear me? And it's no good giving a word if people, um, the packaging and the heart is not for God. People are actually changed, not when they receive just from a gift, but they receive from the nature and the character of God through the people speaking. This is just absolute gold. I've read it twice. I've done the devotional twice and I'll read it again. I read it and this draws me closer to God. So don't think, oh, I don't have a prophetic gift. No, if you want to just walk closer to God, grab this book. We're going to Life Point Church tonight, and they'll get the leftovers of what you guys don't take today, okay? Um, so, uh, and the Truman Parable, that's what my dad wrote last year, the Truman Parable. And this is two-thirds story as a parable, and then he unpacks it biblically at the end. And this is this is a masterful piece. Um, it is endorsed by people like Darlene Sheck and Russell Evans and others that just said it did the life that came for them. So many times we live so much less than what God has called us to. We believe a lie as if it were the truth about who we are in Christ. 
This is about your true identity. It exposes the lie of the enemy and you will actually put this book down, actually believing what God says about you. The Truman Parable. And finally, growing in the prophetic USB, we've had them probably here before. 13 audio sessions on all things prophetic, how to hear from God, how to pass it on, the gift of prophecy, the nature of the uh, the, the, the office of the prophet, everything. There's a, there's an e-book on there. There's, there's um, notes on there. And that's out there too if you want to grow in your spiritual gifts. So God bless you guys. Thanks again. I probably won't grab the microphone off you again. Praise God. Let's give Steve and Sally another hand. Cool. We'd encourage you to pass on what you've received today. Freely we have received, freely we can give. As you go out this week, you've been transformed to bring transformation. You've been lit up so you can light up others. Go in the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. Have an incredible week. God bless you.